Welcome to Saturday Morning Chats, hosted by author, life coach, and mystic, Tanya Lampley, where you will hear inspiring views, hot topics, and a bevy of information intended to help you make your life over. Hi, friends, and welcome back. Today's podcast... um, is between my partner in crime and I, and we are discussing the issue of transgender athletes. And um, I know that's such an odd topic, but the discussion kind of went to a place that was much broader than just transgender athletes. it kind of moved into areas of acceptance. Um, and we discuss the notion that we are a changing society. And as we grow more complex, there is going to be a need for conversations like this um, so that we can decide who we want to be as a society. So I hope that this conversation will inspire you to open your heart and open your mind, no matter where you stand on this particular issue. Um, And I hope it will also give you courage to have these hard conversations. Um, I'm a firm believer that nothing gets resolved if if we just try to ignore it and so on the other side of the conversation is oftentimes a solution so i hope that you'll be inspired um in that way and also i hope that the conversation will be a reminder to everyone again no matter where you stand on this issue that there are real people at the heart of the matter. And um, for that reason, it really does deserve um, our full attention and an open heart and an open mind. So here you go. Okay, so earlier this week on Twitter, there was some controversy brewing around Tulsi Gabbard because she had, uh, I don't remember all the details specifically, but it was something to the effect that she wanted to ban um, transgender females from participating in sports. Let me back up. What I think what she wanted to do was she wanted to eliminate funding for schools that allowed transgender women to participate in sports. And it just created an avalanche of controversy. People were calling her transphobic and um, all these other names. When I thought about it, um, you and I have had similar discussions um, before, around it and um, I can see both sides to the issue. 
I can see on one hand how it is discriminatory, but I can also see on another hand how it could possibly create an unfair advantage. Now, I don't know all the biology and all of that, but in my mind, I'm thinking if you have a transgender woman that maybe hasn't gone all the way through the process, there is a potential that her testosterone levels could be higher than an average woman, then it could present an unfair advantage. And I didn't get all into the details of what her argument was. That was just my thought process behind it. Yeah, so so it's, this has a lot of tentacles to it. The first is, do we want to first acknowledge that a male athlete in general with his testosterone is generally speaking, not to make this a, a discriminatory thing, but generally speaking, is probably on average going to have an advantage over a female athlete. Right. That's right. the first tentacle. Right. The second tentacle to this is, is it discrimination? Being African-American, we know all about discrimination and you don't want to just throw that term out there loosely, but is it discrimination to use that as a way to defund a school? On the surface, for me, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And I don't know all the details right. or anything like that. Because she just is anti-transgender. Correct. Yeah. And, right. and, and also what surfaced was there was a video that her family had made. It looked like it was Years ago, but yeah, because uh, Tulsi Gabbard looked like she was maybe high school age, maybe okay. college, in which they had uh, done a video about same-sex marriage, and it had her brother, and he was like, I can't marry my sister, and my dad can't marry my brother, um, and I think that they were kind of trying to just reinforce, I guess, quote, what we know is traditional well, first of all, that's a little incestual. I mean, brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah I, I, and I, I honestly think the video was like that. Like, okay. it was just a bunch of them, and they okay. were just like, I can't marry my sister, and, you know, my brother can't marry, yeah. you know, my other brother. Okay. And their message let's, was... Yeah, let's pull out of Appalachia yeah. and all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so her family, they dug that video up, and okay. I'm like, oh, this looks really, really bad. Well, I can remember... This is not that long ago. You and I were, maybe I was watching by myself. You and I were watching a video of this transgender female in high school. And she was dominating. She was dominating the other females. And it it didn't it didn't seem fair. <clears throat> so that part of it, I get. I don't know if you can you can jump to, okay, we're gonna def defund the schools because of it. Right. But I do I do understand the advantage of more testosterone. It's just like steroids. It's 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 almost it's an a unfair form. advantage. It's an unfair it's an unfair advantage. But you hate when what I hate to see is when people and I don't know that this is the case, so let me just throw that disclaimer out there. I hate to see when these cases are used mm. to whether it's tacit or whether it's overt, sure. discriminate. Right. I mean, that's really what it becomes when you right. defund the school right. because of something like that. First of all, I don't know why you would defund the school because of something like that. That's just my And I didn't opinion. get the details. And maybe her argument was going to be, I don't even think she commented about it. Right. 
But maybe her argument was going to be that it is, quote, an unfair advantage when sure. what it could possibly be is the world is changing yeah. and you're just not comfortable with it yeah. and you don't want to see um, all these other different um, perspectives that are yeah. emerging in these modern times. And it is just progress. Yeah. And it does feel that way, but it is, it's a little more challenging in that there are differences. There are physical, physiological differences. So I, I get where she's coming from, where it could be unfair, but you're, you're right on point when you say the world is changing. That's going to be a part of our world from now to the end of eternity, even more so 20 years from now. You may see more of that, or more of more of LGBT or otherwise than you do the traditional male or female. So what do you do at that point? You can't, it, it's almost too expensive. You and I talked about this. It's almost too expensive to have a separate category in sports for a sure. certain group right. like that. Right. So well, are, and I don't <clears> think <throat> they would want that because again, now you're still being singled out you as other. And so yeah. I think they would probably, yeah, yeah, they would probably even push back against that. Um, so let's take it to the basis. Okay. Who does, let's say you have a, an, a transgender female who is going through the process Correct. of maybe okay. becoming a male. Okay. Who should that person compete against? This is what I think. I don't know how possible this would be, and this is probably going to maybe even uh, bring up other legal and ethical issues, but um, I wonder if it could be based on blood-tested levels yeah. of hormones. Like if you test within a range yeah. for females, you compete with females. Yeah. If you test within a range of um, hormones for yeah. males, then you compete with males. But then we're still going to have the issue is that if I'm becoming a woman, yeah. I'm becoming a woman. Yeah. I don't want to go over here and compete against the well, males. And, and it becomes challenging too when you just do it based on hormone levels and testosterone levels. Because there are people, female and male, there are males whose testosterone levels are lower and there are females who are just naturally without this, sure. without even considering sure. transgender their testosterone levels are can higher. be high. Now, maybe you find a level Well, that's that why I said like a range. Maybe a there's range, a cutoff, yeah. and I don't know scientifically how that works. Yeah. Um, but I know that if I try to run a race against you, I'm going to lose. Right. And so right. there is a, a, a verifiable, I'm yeah. sure, marker between our blood levels. Yeah, yeah. And, and you and I are, right now, we're kind of dancing around the equipment issue. How does that fall? How does that... What equipment you were born with? Uh, How does that tie into, you know, what what your sex is? What who you should be competing against? But I don't. But I think that their argument would be, if I'm becoming a woman, yeah, that's going to be gone. Or you becoming a man? You know what? If I'm becoming whatever, yeah. like yeah. whatever sex that I want to be, I think that their identity is such that. They don't really want to be tied. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying they're right, right or wrong. Sure. I'm just throwing it out there because that's what people look at. People will look at, well, what sex word? People will look at it. So if I'm a, if, if a 17-year-old male is going through that transition, sure. 
people are going to first look at, well, how were you born? And, and how you were born, that becomes the equipment issue. That's all. That's all. I'm not. I'm not saying right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm pushing for one way or the sure, other. Sure, sure, sure. But that becomes part of the argument. How were you born? How right. were you born? Yeah. Because that person, you can make the argument. I'm not saying this is true. You sure. can make the argument that a trans, let's say, a transgender or a, a male that's going through the transition to become a female. Okay. And I don't know how all this works biologically when you become, when, when you transition. Sure. But you can make that argument that even if he transitions all the way to becoming a female, is there residual testosterone just genetically that stays there because you were born a certain way? Now, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if what they do, what, what happens when you transition completely eliminates genetics, but I could see where someone who is born a male this and I have no issue with if they want to transition sure but I, I wonder aloud if if a male transitions to a female does he keep some level of chromosomal mm-hmm. oh or, or now, I think hor- I think hormone wise um you can mute the, the yeah when they go through the process that they actually take um hormones to, to balance to, to that out that. To, yeah and so but see, i'm taking it a step beyond that i i, I get chromosomally the, yeah, or something there are certain, there, that, I, I that could make like make you more accurate at a, absolutely and like hitting a bat or something right. and maybe there's some science around that but i i just think just inherently if you were born a certain way certain parts of you and, and i could be wrong sure certain parts of you may even because let's 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 talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner was a six three six four incredible athlete before she went through the transition. Right. And God bless her. She's she's done it. Now she's she's female. I, I believe she's gone through the fourth. But they say that when she golfs, she's still it's still there. No, seriously, she's yeah, still hitting really it say. way farther, well, way farther than the average female. And I don't know if you, you and I talked a bit about this yesterday, how if you and I play golf, you're going to hit from the ladies' tees, and, which is fine. And I'm going to hit from, let's say, the blue tees, which right. is the male tees, right. the, the, the ones that are further back. So Caitlyn Jenner, I believe it looks like she's gone through that transition. But she still has. But she still has something. Now, now maybe that's because. Bruce Jenner was a superhuman athlete. He was just—he was like the epitome of the super athlete because he think about a heptathlon or the, sure. whichever with whatever he won in the Olympics for. But think about a, a guy like that transitioning, which he had every right to do, to a female. Sure. But now he's playing against you on on a it's golf course. It's definitely an unfair advantage. He's going to beat you down on the golf right. course. Right, she, right, right, sorry, right, right. She is going to beat you no matter how good you get. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. And in fact, he hits it, she hits it farther than most males do. That's what I've heard. Now, I don't, I, I'm not there. I just wasn't holding the line. And see, it's an see, interesting, yeah, it, it really is something that we're going to have to start talking about. And I think the unfortunate thing about our society is that because you have bad actors and because you have people that aren't open-minded enough, Whenever people start to 
open up the door to have these kinds of conversations or to discuss these issues, people immediately start saying you're against them or you're against us or um, you're transphobic and all these other terms when that may not be the case. I always say that somewhere in the midst of both sides, there is a solution. And so it really is unfair. It reminds me of like when Jim Carrey um, used to do the the spoof back on A Living Color where he was on steroids. He was like a Russian gymnast (laughs) and he was coming in the room and he had that thick accent and he still had the deep voice and he still had his little male parts and everything. And so it really does (laughs) become unfair when you have you know just women that don't have that and so it does need to be a conversation because they should not be allowed to or required to forfeit um you know competing in sports activities just because they are well yeah or just in general they shouldn't be you know required to do that so um, my point is that we need to come up with a solution because I mean, it's just life. Well, you know, it makes what it makes me think of is how things jump far forward so far ahead of what society yeah. is prepared for. Uh-huh. And, and I, what it makes me think of is quotas. So in the 60s, when African-Americans were looked at as, as being racially biased and, and, and not given the same opportunities as other, other races, you had... Quotas. I mean, we were racially biased against. Okay, okay yeah. Okay. So yeah. you had quotas, you had welfare systems, you had all these different systems that were, in theory, put in place to augment where African Americans and other people who are depressed or repressed. Can, oppressed. Oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oppressed. I'm trying to get, okay, yeah. yeah. Can. can it level it was supposed to level the playing field. Sure. But what you had was, and I think most people will agree with this now, that it kind of went a little too far. We were so dependent on that, it wasn't fair and that sometimes people would get opportunities that maybe they should have even gotten or, or otherwise. And I think that can happen that that's what happened. We jump ahead so far we don't think through the yeah. process completely that we just throw something in place. And that's, that might be what this this law is trying to go to in, in I think it was Hawaii. Yeah. What she's trying to go. I think it hasn't been thought through completely. That's my point with, right. with comparing it to quotas. And yeah. And, and lives get real tricky. I mean, it used to be things were, they were never actually black and white, but they were way more black and white than they are yeah. now. Yeah, like gray. everything is gray. so gray and so nuanced. And I think it's just the result of an evolving society. And I think the unfortunate thing, as I just said, that we don't have the room to come to the table because you have people that are still so bigoted and still so close-minded. And therein lies the problem. Right. And so in effort to just shut them down and to not let them have a voice, we have eliminated logical discourse about these issues and they need to be discussed. Well, your point is well taken because black and white issues, and I'm saying in general, an issue that's black or white doesn't take as much thought. Right. When it's gray, it takes way more thought. And and that's what people aren't doing. People aren't coming to the table and giving this more thought. That that was just, even that, like I said, this 
what she's proposing or whoever is proposing it, it doesn't feel like that's been given enough thought. And that's where right. we run into issues in general when, you, when there's not enough thought given by smart people. There's enough smart people mm -hmm. that can think, think things through that can come to a better solution. Right. And that was just my take on yeah. maybe what she was thinking that it was, I didn't actually read her statement. Yeah. Um, I don't think she said anything or I've I haven't seen people, anything yet. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it makes common sense. Yeah. If, you know, you have as a parent and I have my um, kids on a team and I'm trying to get my daughter a yeah. scholarship yeah. and there's a transgender, a transgender woman on there and she's getting all the attention and all the scouts are coming to look at her. Then you know it it is going to create. Um, it's going to be a challenge. It's yeah. going to be a challenge. Well, then you have then you have the issue of uh, just sexuality in general. People start getting uncomfortable with what locker room the person yeah. uses while they're you know while they're transitioning or what do, do you go to the male do you go to the female do you have a third locker room sure. and, and that becomes part of the issue too and maybe that's part of the funding part that she's thinking about is that you're going to have to put more belts and suspenders in to, to account for. Because, and I'm just thinking through this now, if I'm, yeah, I mean, if I'm transitioning to be a female and I can only think of how my female mind works, sure. I don't want to be in the locker room with guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you, I, I told you in a previous employment, there was a situation similar to this where, we had a person that was going through the transition. In theory, we don't know that that person was, but they wanted to use the female restroom. And this is in a professional setting, and they hadn't completely gone through the transition. So it's really a man who's, who's proposing going through the transition. He hadn't gone through the transition. And what my employer did was they, they segregated a, a restroom for that person. But, but this person fought it and said, no, I want to use the fee. I'm going through the transition. I want to use the female restroom. That's when it becomes tricky is when it does when become tricky. Fight. And well, we need to actually start having a conversation yes. around these areas because it's just going to continue to give us a reason to separate and fight yeah. and continue to um, discriminate yeah. against. Yeah. Um, and I always say, if you're in that situation, I just know me. I would try to be flexible sure. as people try to figure it out. Right. But at the same time, often when you allow for flexibility, um, you allow it, for kooks to come in. And, and, that, and that's what I thought about when yeah. I thought about, seriously, when I thought about this guy, and, maybe, and I'm not saying he was doing sure, this, sure, sure. but it would be very speaking. easy for the coop to come in and say, well, I'm going to dress like a female, too, and, and go to the female restrooms and, and, and be a kook about right. it and, 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 and put, put those women in danger, essentially. Right, yeah. right. And, 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 and one solution could have been, but it won't work, is to just say... Man, we are really in some murky, murky waters here. But you could almost be tempted to say that you cannot identify yourself at your employer or on a sports team. Mm -hmm. You could draw a hard, rigid line and say until you've gone through the process completely. Sure. 
you cannot identify yourself or that concessions won't be made for you, which will go back to what you said a few minutes ago, that you will have to identify with your assigned parts at birth sure. until you have gone all the way through like the transition. The equipment. Equipment. Parts. Yeah. Equipment. <laughs> but here's the thing about that. It's so expensive yeah. to go through that whole process. Yeah. It's a long, arduous process. It's a long, yeah. arduous From process what I hear, I <laughs> of therapy and counseling yeah. and yeah. doctors. And, the, and then, then the question becomes, and I hear what you're saying about going back to what do you do with that person in the interim? What do you do before with them they get the to? Do they, do they stay in their assigned parts when they really aren't comfortable being in that? What do you do with them then? What do you do them not only just socially, but let's go back to the sports. What do you do with them there? Do they just if it, if it's a if it's a male transitioning to female, let's say that. What do you does he have to he have to stay in the male sports? lexicon, <laughs> male sports uh, participation versus female telling. And and flip the other way. If a female, I'm thinking Chaz Bono. Yeah. Would Chaz Bono, would he have had to stay in the female sports? Because what could have happened with him, I'm just using him because I know he transitioned. What could have happened if he stays in the female until he's completely transitioned, well, while he's getting the transition to the male, He's going to take on some potential advantages if he was if he was participating in sports, going from a female to a male. If he stayed female in the female sports until he completely transitioned to male, you know, he's getting shots or whatever it takes to become more male. Wait a minute, is Chas Bono male or female? He's I don't mean male. to be disrespectful. I just that that was chastity you, Bono. Okay, that's right. Shares, shares that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so think about chastity. Playing yes. sports. And now she's, and now she's now transitioning to, to Chaz. Chaz. Yes. She's going to get some. And I've seen him lately. He okay. looks like a man, whatever. Okay. But he's also, during that process, he's also going to get some things. To, I would think, and I don't want to act like I'm some sort of doctor, but you would think sure. he was getting some sort of testosterone boost or whatever it takes to become a male that would give him an advantage over his female counterpart if he played sports. You know what I'm saying? So what yeah. do you do with him? It's it's simple when with the guy... almost like steroids is what right. you're saying. Exactly. That's that's it's, it kind of is. It, 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 it kind of in a way is a boost, a, a legal boost to get you to where you want to be. Well, that's why I'm saying maybe the blood test is the interim. I mean, I don't think you're yeah. really ever going to have a complete solution. They do that. I think they do that now. I think they, they in, do. In, in some, some, okay. I think they do do blood tests. That's how they test For steroids. steroids. They sure. say, "Well, we are your and, and it's and let's let's take the male out of it for okay. females, right? Like a Russian swimmer yeah. that if her if her testosterone levels tested more too high, they're going to say, "Well, you're you're beyond what you're supposed to be." I mean, I, 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 that could be a workable solution in the interim for people that are in the process. Of transition because I think once you go through the process, just the normal regiment of hormones that you yeah. take, and God forgive us and people listening, forgive us. We don't know we're all the ins and outs. We are we're, totally we're ignorant this, yeah, we're this of this. Yeah, we're just totally just based on opinion yeah. and um, 
thought processes. But um, I'm just thinking that once you went through the process, you would be on particular hormones that would further usher you into that gender that would now make you in the same test level as other females. So it would only be for the people that are in the process of transition. I I guess my point is, though, my my point is, though, it's not simpler, but it it becomes more logical when you're going from male to female. Okay, let me think about that. You're going from male to... To female. So, so that person's going to stay in the male. He's going to participate and, and compete against males. He has. There's no additional advantage from physiologically from. He would the, actually lose. He would actually kind he of lose. He would actually lose. So, the, so he's not getting an advantage. So there's no real. Oh yeah. But so then, it really, it, you're saying it really is more so when you're to male. male. So when does when does that female? Stop competing against females because she's ushering. If you say, well, t- now your blood thing works, but in terms of just when you become uh, uh, technically a male, there are there are stages in between there where you're going to probably have some advantages over the, the, the typical female that how do you gauge that or who does that person compete against? That's who I'm wondering about. And, and again, you, you you brought up a good. Uh, I think we said it backwards. I think we may have said it backwards. When you're going from, you're saying that the disadvantage, and I'm just like trying to think through this, the disadvantage is going to show up more when you are going from male to female. Correct. I think we said it backwards. When you're transitioning from. It, it, no, if if the if you if you just I'm it depends curious. on when you measure it. So if you're saying until you become yeah, that I see sex, what you're saying. Yeah, you stay with the sex that your equipment you were born with, right? So the male transitioning to the female until he becomes a female, and then we're just proposing saying this is how, if this how it is until he becomes a female, we're saying okay, does he if he's competing against males, no harm, no foul. Correct. Yeah. But if you're saying a female transitioning to a male competes against females until she becomes a, a true, let's say technically a, a male. Mm-hmm. That's where the advantage can come in because she, she will be will take certain things testosterone wise that will make her, and I'm just using this term for lack of a better term, more male than the typical female. Sure. So, sure. so if our premise but you know is, what? Go ahead. So if our premise is that just physiologically, generally speaking, a male has some physiological advantages over a female. In general, not all the time. I mean, Serena Williams would beat, beat me left and right on a tennis court. So, sure. so, but in general, she'd beat you at everything. Well, I don't know. Sad. She'd beat you at everything. Not at basketball. She beat you at everything. No, not at basketball. That's a different subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, she's not. She might. She, she, she. <laughs> I'll be fouling her. I'll be fouling her. <laughs> so he tried to wrap her up. <laughs> then she throw me off. <laughs> but but in general, let's let's take that premise. Once that female, the average, let's take you for example, you and me. Yes. You want to transition to a male, so you just so you can compete against me. I would love that. I know you would. <laughs> so as you're transitioning to a male to compete against me, okay, you're going to have some advantages over 
other females that you would normally compete against Correct. during that transition. So, so that's where, that's where during that transition, you would get, you would be benefit from some of the advantages. And then the question becomes, wow, if I am taking some sort of hormonal right. regiment, right. yeah, who do that, you, who, who, where do who you, do you compete who with? Who do you compete with? Because, That's because why the we, blood test almost has to it be. It almost talking. has to be because on the, when we flipped it around and said the male competed against males until he became a female, if you're going to do it fairly, the female would compete against females until she became a male. Here's where it also gets a little tricky. When you have a female that is transitioning yeah. to become a male. Right. And so let's say I'm a track star, a high school track star, and I've been competing with women legitimately. Sure. But now I'm becoming a man. Sure. And now I start taking hormones. Or testosterone. Testosterone yeah. to become a man. Right. So now my current competitors. Who are they though? Who are your current competitors? They would be females. But if you're taking that testosterone, you're, you're taking a fair advantage. Right. And I think I'm thinking we're doing, we're saying, okay, if you are a male becoming a woman, sure. that's a little bit more obvious. It is. But yeah. it also per it also could apply to those if I'm a female and I'm a track star and I've been competing against women Dominating. my whole life. Yeah. And so now I am transitioning and maybe you have to be a certain age. Well, let's say college. Yeah. Let's say I'm college age and I have been competing amongst women. And again, total women. disclaimer here. We don't know no, what the no rules idea. are. Yeah, no. We're not doctors. It's just brain yeah. food. We love chewing yeah. on these kinds of subjects, but so let's say I'm transitioning to become a male. Does that mean that I forfeit the last two years of my scholarship or of my college track career? Oh, you're throwing in. Yeah. Wrinkle you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so maybe do you wait to transition? Like it just becomes, and that's very uncomfortable mentally for yeah. the transitioner to delay that, that process for a couple of years. I mean, it, it does get really, really murky. Yeah. And so we really do need to start having these conversations because what if I'm on full scholarship? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that's you know, a and I want to become a man. And so I guess in yeah. my mind, I'm thinking what I would probably do, but I just don't really have the... Um, temperament of crusader and all of that i would probably just wait i would probably say i've got two more years to yeah. finish out my college career and as soon as i graduate and start working i will start the process i don't believe that that would be the mindset of the typical person that wanted to do that that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. I i'm just saying for me yeah. yeah i tend to be a little yeah. bit more reticent right. and a little bit more agreeable yeah. but i can see where someone would they not do be, it they want to do it. they want to do yeah. it and why would you go through the years of mental anguish yeah. of being trapped in a body that you don't identify with sure. for any more time if you don't, if have, you to. don't have to and yeah. so it does become tricky yeah it becomes really tricky that i mean that's a wrinkle that's a that's a real good wrinkle that you threw in that I, I really hadn't thought about as if you're a scholarship athlete. And, and, and it's very likely that that would be one of the, a person that might want to do that. But so, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We don't have the answer today. We don't have the answer today. But, but it's something to, it's something to think about 
because as you so well so put so well early on, we are a different society than we were ten years ago. Yeah. Things have changed and certain things and it's good are becoming way more acceptable. Boundaries are we're pulling down boundaries of <laughs> <laughs> what we are. <laughs> so yeah. so it's incumbent on society to have to deal with it in a way that works for everybody. So we need to think about these things. And I say, if we're putting human compassion first, in spite of your own personal idea ideologies, um, I think if you put human compassion first, mm-hmm. if you can be empathetic. Mm-hmm. To someone else's plight, sure. even though it goes against what you believe, sure. I think that that is the answer to everything. It is possible for you to say, I don't necessarily believe in changing genders for myself, sure. but I can have compassion for someone yeah. that says that they feel trapped inside their body they don't identify with their sex just empathy says yeah. I, I can't really relate to that but sure. that's got to be horrible yeah and, and and that makes sense ideology wise ideology but practically why pra- practicality says the thing that drives things more than anything is the almighty dollar we started we started out this conversation talking, talking about, about money. funding yeah money and that that can that mars everything when you start talking about people's moral integrity and ethics. Once you start putting money into the equation, the equation becomes out of whack. And sure. and that's that's what that's what we're dealing with here. But why would you not fund? I'm just trying to think about the mindset of people. So let's say in the perfect world the issue of the hormone and all that was off the table. Okay. The only reason why someone would not fund transgender mm-hmm. people or, or programs that um, were su- you know, or included. Included. Yeah, include transgender people is because you just biased against it. Well, yeah, either that or if they feel like I'm just, I'm just sure, putting on no, the devil's yeah. hat. Or if it takes more money, and I'm just going to use the mundane oh. example of having a separate locker room. Yeah, to just build to, it. Yeah, to build it and all that. Or it could be that. It could be that. Now, I'm not saying that makes it right, but that could go into the thought process of saying this this standard school only meet, needs male and female locker room. We got to build a new facility, new locker room. I'm just using that as a base. Sure. So when it becomes okay, because you're this, you need more money. That that can see. I say, what, if we if we're leading from a place of compassion, we build it. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. But uh, it's, I think it's not it's, always your tax dollars. I, that, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I, I just think that sometimes people will stand on it's a money issue yeah. when it's not really a money issue. Yeah, when it's is really. I don't agree with your lifestyle. I don't agree with how you live. And we live in a time that um, 
in a way is so much better than the way it used to be when you and I were younger, but in a way is so much worse. And I think that what has happened is we grew up in a time where you didn't really have a lot of freedom. There was just this unspoken paradigm or rule that everybody followed and if you were outside of that paradigm yeah. you were labeled as other it was yeah. just kind Label. of understood yeah that's true so it sucked yeah fast forward to now in a way it's better because the paradigm is now being torn down the no, but the, no more labeling but the voices that are against it are way louder yeah, and way more vehement in their protest well and i think part, i think part of that is tradition and the people with those voices and i don't want to just generalize or segregate a certain way but you find that a lot of times people who have been used to a certain way of doing things sure. are rigid about changing those things and those right. voices can be some of the most loud voices, some of the most powerful voices, and some of the most influential voices. But that those walls are being torn down. That, they are. They're just being torn they down, are. which is a good thing. That, that's good overall. But the outspoken ones are just crazy. Now, yeah. and I think they're fearful. They are. And they're I think fearful. because they are so fearful, they're screaming much louder. And my point is just, I mean, if someone wants to become another sex, like... What business is it of yours? I mean, I just in my mind, I'm thinking, right? That's their life yeah, to who, live. Who cares? What, yeah. And they're still a human being. Yeah. Um, but it does get murky. It's an yeah. interesting time. And I always say you're going to have people that um, come forward and they want to do other things sure. that um, could be harmful. Like now there's a group emerging and they want to... Um, have the right to marry children. Sure. They want to marry yeah. under 15. Yeah. And they want um, pedophilia to be legal. Yeah. And so um, we really need to actually come, and I'm not equating the two. Sure, of course sure. I'm not, but I'm just saying I can understand where the fearful ones are like, well, if we start just tearing down what we've always known, yeah. what is this getting ready to look like? Well, it's kind of ironic going back to that is that the most one of the most opposition groups can be religions sure. when you start talking about these uh, these subjects which it's kind of counterintuitive because no matter what religion most religions are built on the foundational rules of loving your fellow man and woman sure but when you start getting into these subject matters you start it feels like people start forgetting about the love part of that and start judging and saying, well, you shouldn't be doing that right. instead of having what you said earlier, compassion and empathy. But you'll find that a lot of times this religious group said, you can't do that. Sure. You can't do that. Just on the basis of morality. <laughs> yeah. And, but you know what? And this is why I say that I think compassion really is the litmus test and the place to start the conversation and then start drawing the lines in Versus once religion. you started with compassion. Yeah. Because, um, a transgender person that has identified that they are trapped inside of their body, that they don't um, feel connected at all to the gender that they were born with or some other variation of that, any thinking, normal, compassionate person could say, well, I don't have any experience with that. And 
even if it sounds like mess to me, yeah. if I stop and think about for a second what that would feel like yeah. every day yeah. to get up and um, not have any association sure. with what I'm seeing in the mirror, yeah. that's got to be extremely difficult. So I said we start with compassion and then start drawing the lines. And then if they want to come and say, well, we want to marry children. If you start with compassion it is detrimental for a child yeah. to be married to an adult. Sure. So we start right there and then we start drawing the lines. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that because yeah. somebody's going to be harmed in the process. When people are transitioning, that is an, an individual choice that someone's making. No one's harmed. That's the key. That's the key. No yeah. one's really no harmed. One's harmed. People feel harmed in a way because of their own ignorance and, and insecurity about right. people living their lives. Sure. But when you really think about it, nobody's hurt. Nobody's, nobody's hurt by somebody transitioning. <laughs> no. Um, but there are some nuances to that. Like if I have my <laughs> my daughter on the track team yeah. and the scout's coming yeah. and he has one scholarship to give sure. and now all of a sudden there's you sure. who's decided that you want to be a woman. Right. And you are 6'2", long legs, muscular, lean. and So what is this going back to? I got a little bloated PMS belly, and I got to compete against you that day. What is this now going back to again? It's it's not the compassion thing now we're talking about. What is this going back to? It's going back to the almighty dollar. It's going back to, yeah, that's true. Follow the dollar. Follow the dollar. Always follow the dollar. But as a parent, I, you know, I yeah. might be a little... I, get that. I would understand, but that's my personality. Yeah. Yeah. I just tend to be a little bit more agreeable. I'm always trying to find Me a solution. Too, but I would be blowing that whistle like, no, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I'm a... Well, what I do for a living, probably. <laughs> he would drive that. But if you're a parent... whistle. <laughs> if you're a parent, yeah, that's not sitting well with you when yeah. that scout came, yeah, all the way. Scholarships and he had one line. slot to fill, sure, yeah. And now I gotta pay, yeah, because someone else's empathy and compassion kind of goes out the window. And you like know I what? And I can have empathy and compassion for just a normal family member that right. doesn't have money to send sure. their child to college and they're going to say you know what as you said roll the whistle throw yeah. in the towel I mean, there is be, an unfair advantage and let's here. be honest about it most people and I'm going, to, I'm going to say this as a general statement most people given that scenario you just gave they're going to become whistleblowers too sure most people when it becomes when it comes to their pockets and their child they're going to become whistleblowers you know in that scenario you just gave and that therein lies the problem it Empathy and compassion are the things that should drive us. But like I said before, money tends yeah. to mar things. Money it's like tends now to you just snatch food off my table exactly. because I got to pay for my kid to go to school exactly. when they were good enough. Right. So so I have the compassion. I have the, the in that scenario, that parent has the compassion and empathy for my child. Sure. But in a general sense, right. they're like. That doesn't really matter. And that's how, that's how a lot of parents operate. Don't I can understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. can understand that. Who is my, who is, who, there's the personal allegiance and then there's the general allegiance. 
yeah. personal allegiance usually takes precedence. We are in some really, 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 really tricky yeah. times. And so that's why in that particular situation, the more I think about it, maybe it is the blood test. Yeah. The blood test says if maybe. you are in the range. Yeah. You're going to have something to measure. If you're going to have something to make it more, less gray. And that, maybe it's whatever the female range is, plus or minus a yeah. certain factor. Yeah. And if you're over that, yeah. then you must compete with the, yeah. with the men. See, I always think of what could be the shortcomings. And I think there are people who may test in a certain way without without that even being the case, without that transition. I think there are females that will test a little higher than other females. So so that's, but you're right. I mean, if you can do a range and that's you can do what enough, said, yeah. do research. A range to, plus yeah. a factor to account for that. And I mean, scientists yeah. and, you know, physiologists and biologists would have to come up with what those numbers are. And that's where we just talked about how people need to talk Talk it through more. Right. I, I don't think people are ready to do that. Though. I think people want to answer yesterday. I mean, I can even imagine not. you're yeah. transitioning and I have to wrestle you. What right. in the entire? Right. That is an unfair. It is an unfair advantage. advantage. Yeah. And so, and maybe it isn't happening like this. I'm not sure. I'm not either. No, I'm not either. I'm just saying in general. Could it be a situation where I would have to go to a wrestling match? And then there's you with the ponytail, and, and you haven't gone all the way, voice. and you haven't gone all the way through the whole process. And well, I'm like, now, wait a minute. Now, and, and no, the, the for you and I, just using us as an example, there's still weight classes. Some of that's managed by weight classes. Okay, so, but still, uh, uh, let's be. Honest I didn't think now. about that. It's but, still going to be strong. Yeah, 130 pound dude versus 130 pound female. Because what happens in wrestling, it's a, that's a great example, because what happens in wrestling is typically wrestlers try to lose weight to go to a lower weight class. As far as males. Okay. I don't know that, I don't, and I don't know this, about I know this for males, but I don't know yeah. about, I don't know what females do. Right, try. I don't either. But I know, like, if a guy is 150 pounds, he's going to try to be a, an 140 pound wrestler. So think about a guy that's really walking around 160 pounds wrestling a female that's 140 pounds. I mean, how does pounds. that work? It doesn't. She's going to do it. <laughs> and maybe this isn't happening. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know. know but I'll tell you this, and I'll throw this uh, last little chip in here. And you know I'm a girl power female. Yeah. That kicker. Yeah. Just kicked that kick yeah. and won that game right. yesterday. Sure. Female, all male football team, yeah. correct? Yeah. Times are changing. Times are changing. Times are changing. Now here's what I wonder. And this is just this is just a general wondering. I'm not saying it's the case. I wonder athletically if she's on par with the average female athlete. I wonder if there are things about her physic not that she's got more testosterone or sure. anything like that. But I, I just wonder about that because, I mean, like the female basketball, college basketball players aren't, are, are physically different than the physic, than the high school female basketball player that mm -hmm. didn't make college. So you just wonder. So, but, but that's where, that's what we've become. The 
world is changing. The world is changing. You could you could see a female quarterback ten years from now. I mean, you, there's a chance you can see that. It, it, she's broken down a barrier. And then, you know, this is really murky because then, like, the female kicker, do you test her? That's my, That was where I was going with that. And what if that she tests where... lower? Does she not get to play? Well, if she if she's playing in a male sport... But because there's no unfair advantage there, no unfair then it wouldn't really that. apply... Yeah. You, can, you know what gets interesting, going back to what you were saying? Do you need to make no, a comment? No, no. Um, because I think about I had a cousin in the 80s and 90s. I don't know what her hormone levels were. She wasn't transitioning or anything like that, but she looked like a boy. She acted like a boy. She talked like a boy. And she was dominant right. in um, sports. Yeah. She had scholarship. Yeah. I think yeah. it was University of Arkansas. Yeah. Basketball. Um. So sometimes you are just genetically That's different. That's what I mean. Sometimes you're. Yeah. Sometimes and you're these are one off. Different. I think sometimes it's one off, but sure. you don't know how much of a one off it is. You how know. much? How, what percentage of people are like that? Because then what happens when someone tests her and be like, she you, has an unfair was advantage. She that was dominant. Right. Right. And, and and she may have just been born. With some athletic yeah, gifts, she was. She was. We didn't even have transitioning back then, right? Yeah. But I'm saying genetically, her makeup may have just been different than she, the typical female. She had a very. I said she looked like a boy. She's probably going to hear this and be like, "Oh my god!" She had a very athletic build. Yeah, yeah. Nerve, yeah, um, nerve guys nerve. loved her too. Yeah. I don't. That has has nothing to do with anything, but um, she had a very athletic build. And, um, there was a little bit of hate going the on. Guys, <laughs> the guys loved her, right? Um, but I mean, she carried herself. You sound like Joy. <laughs> very <laughs> athletic. You know, she was just like, she was dominant. Well, and so could someone say she was born like that? Maybe yeah. she would have tested higher. Like, I don't know. Well, that's what I was saying. You can see, like, the show, one of the shows we're watching. The lady that's the coach, you can yeah. see she's got a she's got an athletic she's skill. You athletic. you can see when even males, you can see when a guy is like, okay, that guy looks like an athlete. You can say it with a female too. You can see when, yeah. a, when yeah. she has a. And my cousin was like that, carry. right? Yeah. Just out there. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I don't believe that the lady we watch in this show. I don't believe she's taken anything. She no. just naturally has an athletic Some women build. are like that. Some women are like that. So where do you draw the line? I mean, I so actually had two cousins that were kind of like that, actually. But the one was really she really just oh. yeah, she really just okay. had that kind of a build. But then going back to what you said about the money, if there's blood tests, she's testing like that particular cousin dominated scholarship. Um, you know, she was really good. She ended up getting injured. Yeah. But now you're gonna have someone that may sue the school. Sure. Once we, if if we were to put something like a blood test mm -hmm. in place, make sure it's a range. Make sure it's a range, or would it only apply to people who are transitioning or transgender? Well, see, I that's don't where, know, right? That's where it will become and a little discriminatory. Those crafty lawyers are gonna come, yeah. and yeah. it's just gonna. 
Yeah. 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 Like, you're right. We need smart minds <laughs> to talk about this yeah. and to think about what the implications yeah. are because this is a way of life. And these issues are rarely black and white. It's gray. It's as gray as it's it very gets. Very gray. It's and the gray. answer is not to just say no. Because society is changing. Right. It's not it's not no, no more yet. Yeah. Just Some people want to just to just say we're not gonna deal with that. Right. It is not what we know. It is not it what the bigger. Bible says and, that's when it and all that. When, when you just ignore it and let it go and just it just snowballs. We are an evolving society and yeah. I think it doesn't serve anybody to hold on to who we used to be because we are not that anymore. I always use that we don't sacrifice uh, animals and religion anymore. We've changed That's as, right. a, as a species. We are evolving. We are evolving. Yeah, it's, thank God we don't. Yes, <laughs> we're, thank God. we're better because of it. Evolution is good. Well, all right. Thank you for your discussion. And we will pick it up next Saturday. Thanks for listening. It means so much to me that you would take time out of your busy day and spend it with me. I consider it a privilege, and it's not something that I take lightly. Please share this podcast with your friends, with your family. Uh, Don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Like and share, and please comment. Please leave your feedback. Please get in on these conversations. Um... It is the highlight of my life to be able to use my words, to use my voice, to get people to think about their lives differently. And ladies, please don't forget, stop by my website, tanyalampley.com. There's a pop-up there so that you can get on the list to be notified when my next book comes out. It's titled Bad Men. And um, it's a book that I hope will inspire and empower women to take back their control when it comes to relationships. We've been doing the most when it comes to these men. And it's my goal to actually share a word that will help women begin to turn the tide and stop some of this abuse. We've been taking far too much for far too long long. And so leave your email address and um, I'll send you out a note as soon as that is available. And um, thank you so much, guys. It is really my pleasure.